You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. guys, welcome to our fourth solo episode of season three. I'm so happy to be here with you guys and to be having this conversation. I think this is such an important one and Rachel has, you know, really taught us so much about this one so far this season. And so being able to be on here with you and talk about sustainability feels really, really important. Obviously, Rachel and I spent you know, a lot of time talking about it in our coaching sessions, but I really want to give you some different perspective on it, ways to think about it and ways to apply it to your business. So we're going to talk about five keys to sustainability. And then I also want to start by talking about that stop, start cycle that a lot, or rather start, stop cycle. I suppose that a lot of people get stuck in, in business, you know, why so many entrepreneurs do that and how it impacts people over time and how you can kind of move out of that. So if you are someone who has been feeling very resonant with Rachel in terms of the fact that she has kind of been in that stop start for a little bit, not because she is not a responsible business owner because, you know, uh, she doesn't care, but because she cares a lot, but has given herself these kind of like really hard and fast pressured deadlines over time. She's tried to work in ways that did not necessarily support her or her life. And she's she's really found herself in that cycle. And I think so many of us can relate to that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to give you a lot of different examples that I see with Rachel and that I've also seen in clients. And then we're going to talk about keys to sustainability, what they are, how you can put them into place in your business, and why this is so important. So let's dive in. The start-stop cycle The thing is, is that so many entrepreneurs engage in this, and I really see this from like very new business owners to business owners that have been in business for a very long time. So I think it's important to say that because I feel like we almost are quick to think that that's just like a new business owner thing, but it's really not. And the reason most people do that is because they're not operating in sustainable ways. So I've had plenty of clients that have hired me very far along in their business at the multi six figure mark that were really in a stop start cycle where they'd have these like big quarters or big months um, and then totally burn out, need to stop, take a break, whatever. Then try to get back into it, would have a really big month or quarter again, totally burn out, totally have to stop, get back into it. Like you can still make money doing the stop start thing, right? I'm not saying you can. It's just that it's not sustainable over time because the more you do that, the more it wears on you over time. And typically that's what happens when those clients are hiring me is they're realizing like it's wearing on me so much that I'm not starting again, (laughs) right? Or it's wearing on me so much that it's taken longer and longer in between to start again. And it's really impacting my business. So all of us can have this happen. And 
my belief and view on it is that it almost is always because what we're doing is not sustainable. So the reason that we end up stopping so often is because we're burnt out, because we're completely overwhelmed, because the pressure is getting to us so much, right? That's pretty much the reason I've seen from everyone I've ever worked with that finds themselves in this cycle. It's one of those things. It's that burnout. It's that pressure. Okay. And it's really important to note that because so often we think, well, I'm just not, (laughs) you know, like doing it well enough, or I just need to work harder, or I'm just being too sensitive or all of the things that, you know, can come up and get in our way. But I really, really believe that it is almost entirely that we are not creating sustainability. We're totally willing to burn ourselves out. We're totally willing to fall into overwhelm. And we put so, so, so much pressure on ourselves. So, you know, you could be doing this with no clients or you could be doing it with, you know, a ton of clients and a huge business. But if those things are present and you're constantly hitting burnout over and over again, you are going to find yourself in that start-stop cycle because you're ultimately not going to find yourself in a place where you can sustain the pace that you're moving at for a long period of time, okay? And the key to long-term business growth that actually is sustainable, that actually feels really good, and that actually continues to grow over time is being able to consistently sustain a pace over time. Does that make sense? So for Rachel, you can see how there were times in her business that she's mentioned before where she was working till 2 a.m. with like a new baby. Like, it just wasn't sustainable. Like she was never going to be able to do that for the long term. She thought, well, if I do it for a little bit, then I'll make a shift, right? But it's so rare that that happens and it's so much harder. Okay, so the people that come to me that are like, okay, I've been doing this for a really long time. I'm making a ton of money and now I need to make a shift. I promise you it is so much harder (laughs) when you're at that place in your business because you've built up you know, a lot of systems around yourself that are not equipped to support you sustainably long-term. And so to rework those later down the road is much harder than to start with it at the beginning. But either way, it's still very important. Like that is certainly not a, a discouragement at all, but it is an encouragement to think about this early and often because sustainability really is going to be the answer to getting out of that cycle right? And the thing that happens with most people is they feel like sustainability equals slow, right? Like in our minds, when we hear the term like sustainability, like we kind of want to eye roll and we're kind of like, yeah, that equals slow. So no, right? But here's the thing. It's actually not slower. Now, if you compare a sprint where you're doing something totally unsustainable for 30 days to where you're doing something really sustainable for 30 days. Sure, you might get less done. It might be a little bit slower on the sustainable front. But if you compare that over three months or three years, sustainability is always faster and it's always easier, (laughs) right? Because it is what lets you show up over time. It's what lets you get in a, in a rhythm where things are easier and easier. And it's what creates that compound effect, right? Where the things you're doing are just working better and better and better. If you're always in these sprints where you start and then stop, everything feels harder all the time, right? Think about 
applying this to anything else in life, right? Like if you work out really consistently for a long period of time, it's easy to go to the gym. It's an enjoyable process. It feels really good when you're there. You get, you know, a compound effect of that effort over time. You see big results. If you go to the gym for a month every day and then, you know, don't go for another month and then start over again, it's going to feel like starting at square one. It's going to feel really hard. You're going to have to work your way up to it again, right? I think about this in terms of running too, right? Like if you run really consistently over time, it's easier to get better and better. If you, you know, do the same thing, you train for a month, then you stop, then you come back a month later, you're always zeroing out and starting back at the beginning. And so sustainability is not slow. (laughs) Sustainability is what eventually over time creates a lot more speed and a lot more ease. Will it necessarily be different in the first 30 days? Like in terms of, again, if we compare 30 days of sustainable action to 30 days of a sprint, no, of course not. (laughs) But like, do you just want to be in business for 30 days? No, of course not, right? So I really, really want to reframe that where sustainability is not slow, right? Sustainability is what increases speed over time and what creates more ease over time. And again, you can apply that to like the running. If you (laughs) work out really consistently, do your runs really consistently, what happens? More speed over time, more ease over time, right? So the same is true in business. So The first thing that has to happen for you to want to get out of this cycle is to really notice you're in it and to actually want to change that. So you have to desire sustainability. You have to desire ending the start-stop cycle. And I know that sounds like an obvious thing to say, but it's really important. Like You have to fully commit to this because if you've been in that cycle for a while, it's just probably become a habit. So that sincere and intentional desire to make a change here is really the key because you're going to have to operate in ways that you're not used to operating. You're going to have to be intentional about this. You're going to have to look at this like every single day in your business. And so the first step is just that full decision that you want sustainability over everything else. That's really what we've been working on with Rachel is for her to decide that the sustainability of blissful budget over a long period of time is way more important than like how fast can she get results in 30 days kind of thing, right? Because, you know, she could do that if she wanted to. She could try to really burn herself out at the end of this pregnancy. She could try to go back to the working till 2 a.m. sort of thing. But I guarantee you that it's not going to get her the long-term results that she wants of full client practice, being able to leave PR. It might get her more clients in that short term, but it will probably burn her out on those clients. It will probably make her not want to get more clients. You see what I mean? So it's really the commitment to wanting this over time. So ask yourself that, pay attention to that for yourself. Like, can I commit to ending this cycle? Can I make sustainability my highest intention? Cool. All right, so now we're going to talk about what are the five keys to sustainability. Um, Really important to know what these are and to actually practice putting them into place in your business because, again, when we're so used to that start-stop cycle, we don't necessarily even realize when we're in it. And so these keys are going to help you both identify when you're in it and then be intentional about what you can do to shift it. 
Okay, so the first thing is you're engaged in a business and a process that you like enough to do it over and over again. (laughs) Okay, you're engaged in a business and a process that you like enough to do over and over again. I cannot tell you how important this is. So many people I know will say things like, whatever, I'll do anything as long as it gets me the result, it's fine, just tell me and I'll do it. Um, And I have so many clients that start with me and that I'll kind of say that at the beginning, like, I'll just do whatever you say, tell me what's going to get me the result and I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I can, but if you hate what you're doing, you'll never do it enough to actually get a result from it, right? Let's use the workout example. If you just absolutely despise the type of workout you're doing, you are going to find all these ways to avoid it, to resist it, to make excuses around it. If you actually really enjoy the type of workout you're doing, even though there are times that are hard or you have to push yourself or whatever, you're really going to show up for it in a totally different way that, again, it's going to be more consistent and get you more results over time. So the same is true with business, right? Some people will say, like, I'll build any business, like, as long as it will give me X, Y, Z. But that's just such a false premise, which is the assumption that you will be able to carry on building something that you don't really care about because you like the result enough. It's just not how most of us humans work, to be perfectly honest, right? And, you know, the the process of building a business is one that requires a lot of us and never really ends. And so the idea that, like, you'll do something for a year that you hate so that you can have a certain result, well, like, it doesn't end at that year. Like, you're going to have to keep going from there. That's this whole sustainability conversation. So, Picking something you don't like, picking a business you're not excited about, or picking a process that you just absolutely hate showing up for is one of the biggest things that leads to that start-stop cycle. Because you think, well, I'll do anything for the result. But again, like when you're engaged in something every single day over a very long period of time, that's typically not true. (laughs) Okay. So we have to find a way to love the process. And so figuring out what that is for you. Like, what are the ways you like to market? What is the business and the message that you love the most, right? It cannot be understated how valuable that is and how much of a difference maker it will be for you in terms of sustainability. Now, to be clear, this doesn't mean you don't have to work through some mindset around it. Like you might love video, but you have some mindset shit around like if you ramble or whatever, (laughs) Okay, or if you give enough value or blah, blah, blah. Of course, you have to work through some of the mindset things that come up when you're picking something. But fundamentally, picking something that you like is so valuable. Okay, so ask yourself that. We know for Rachel that this is totally true. In everything she's done, she keeps coming back to Blissful Budget. She keeps coming back to this message. She keeps coming back to how much she loves this business, right? So then we look at, well, what pieces does she like? Yes, it's hard for her to make time for stories, but she loves that. She loves that it's quick and that it's um, easy and that she doesn't have to be someone else on there. Like she's finding those pieces that she loves and enjoys and can do over time, right? That's really important. So I want you to ask yourself that in your business. Like are the things I'm doing things I would want to be doing for the next five years? Seriously. I'm not saying you will be or have to be doing them, but I ask myself that all the time. Like, would I record this podcast for the next five years? Do I like it that much? Hands down, yes. 
right? And that's why it's easy to show up for. What I get on live stream in my Facebook group once a week, every week for the next five years, hands down, yes. Do I know that's what I'll be doing? Of course not. Am I committing to that? No. But do I like it enough that if I wanted to do that, that would be true? Same is true for my Facebook group. I have literally had that for, I think, four or five years at this point. I'd have to count. But like when I started that, that needed to be true. Would I want to show up in here for the next four to five years, (laughs) right? Ask yourself that question about the things you're doing. And again, it doesn't mean you're making a five-year commitment, but liking it enough that you would if that's how it played out is exceptionally important in terms of creating sustainability. If you're like, I'm doing this, but I'm like hoping and praying I don't have to in six months, you are doing the wrong thing, okay? I promise you. Do not do it because you think it will give you some XYZ result, and then you can drop it in six months. That is not the game we're playing at all. Really check in with yourself. Do I like the things I'm doing enough that I would do it for the next five years? Do I like the message I have enough that I would preach on it for the next five years? See what comes up. All right. So number two is, oh guys, this is a good one. It's you're not planning based on everything working out perfectly down to the minute. You're planning based on things you can do even if everything doesn't work out perfectly. Okay. This is where I see a lot of entrepreneurs really screw themselves with sustainability. They're planning and building based on like what they believe to be perfect or if everything worked out. And (laughs) man, 2020 has shown us that that is not a thing, right? Everyone has had total upheaval, whether you have kids or don't have kids or you've had to work from home where you've transitioned to being in your business or you were already in your business and you've had to transition a lot of your messaging and services and offerings, like we cannot plan on perfection, right? I'm not saying that we have to plan as though something is always going to go wrong. However, I think 2020 has shown us that if we're always planning like as though everything will work out perfectly down to the minute, that things will not be sustainable over time. Right. So I'm going to give you a lot of different little examples of this. But the first one is like Rachel's Insta stories, right? That's such a good one because, you know, they only take about five minutes, right? And so even if her whole day went to shit, could she mostly carve out five minutes? Yep. Right. I'm not saying we always want to when our whole day is going to shit, but committing to something like that is really helpful because it's like, Even if nothing worked out as planned today, do I think I could set aside five minutes for that most days anyway? Yes. That, you guys, is sustainability, right? For me, the commitment to myself there is like, can I put out content every day? So if everything went wrong that day, would content still be able to go out of my business? right? Of course. Yes. If you're like every single day, no matter what, I have to put out content. I have to record something. I have to show up in this way. I have to do these 13 other things and it has to all work out perfectly. And if not, I'm going to get very upset and I'm going to want to like throw the whole process out the window. That is not sustainable, right? You're going to feel so much pressure every day. You're going to miss the mark most days, (laughs) right? And it's really going to grate on you over time. So instead of feeling like most days you can still win, you're going to feel like most days you lose, right? 
And when you are in that constant cycle of feeling like most days you didn't do enough, most days you didn't get all the stuff done that you wanted to get done, most days you didn't show up in the way that you were planning to, that's when you get back in that start-stop cycle because it gets really frustrating really quickly, right? If you can plan based on the fact that you still can have a win even if things don't go perfectly and if most days you feel like, well, at least I did that, you're going to keep going because you see yourself having wins. You see yourself sticking to what you said you were going to do. That makes such a difference over time. So please, please, please do not try to make the perfect plan down to the minute so much so that most days it's not going to roll like that. Pick the one or two things that are really, really important to you that you can do even when shit hits the fan. (laughs) right? That will make such a difference. I have seen this with so many of my clients. They come to me and they think like, well, I have to do these 13 things every day if I want to get results. And we always narrow that way, 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 way in, right? And what happens is they start to have wins. They start to feel better and better over time. And it makes them want to keep showing up. It makes them want to stay engaged in their business. It makes them enjoy their business and their tasks, right? So when Rachel's doing that Insta story, she's like not just enjoying the the actual story. She's like, damn, look at me. Like I showed the fuck up for this today. This feels so good. And it builds your self-trust and confidence over time. If she was supposed to do an Insta story and show up on live stream and reach out to 15 people and go, you know, whatever, pitch herself to five podcasts that day and, 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 and. And if it didn't work out just perfectly so she was able to do all of that, she had to go to bed feeling bad every night. Guess what? That self-confidence, that self-trust, that is going to get worn out over time. And there's going to become a point where it's so low that you just stop. Okay. So that is my number two point for you is How can you plan based on the fact that you know your days are not going to go perfectly? What are those one to two main things that you want to get done so you can build your self-trust and confidence over time? Because that is what will keep your business sustainable. Okay, the third key to sustainability is that you've decided this is going to work. I know, it's obvious. But what I mean by that is you're not thinking, well, we'll see if I get what I want by X date. You've decided this is going to be yours. So there's not a question of should I stop, right? The start-stop cycle happens when the question of should I stop still exists. (laughs) When you decide I'm not stopping until I get what I want, that question gets removed and you just stop finding yourself in that cycle as much, okay? So it's almost like that conversation that Rachel and I had about her husband's job and figuring out what's going on with that and what would that mean and all of this stuff. And her just having to realize like, well, no matter what happens with that, I'm still not stopping Blissful Budget. It seems so small, but it is absolutely game-changing because when the question of should I stop is no longer present, you don't stop. When the question of should I stop is always present, you're stopping a lot, right? 
again, let's apply this to running. If you're like, I'm running to whatever, the end of this street and I'm not stopping, no matter what, you go. When you're like, well, I'm going to see how I feel and I don't know, like, we'll see how far I get. And the the opportunity to stop is present. Guess what? You're probably not making it to the end of the street. Okay? So the same is true here. If you're putting these arbitrary deadlines on things or these dates and you're like, if this business doesn't play out in X amount of time, I'm out. Okay, that's fine. You're welcome to do that. But I promise you're going to find yourself in that start-stop cycle a lot and it's going to feel really hard. If you just decide this is going to work and you take away the timeline, you will end the start-stop cycle because there just won't be the question of should I stop, right? So I really challenge you to look at this in your own business. Are you thinking about it this way or are you going, well, we'll see what happens by X date? And by the way, that's where the lack of sustainability comes in too, because we've seen this with Rachel where she was like, well, I'll work till 2 a.m. until X timeframe and then we'll see what happens, right? Ugh, it just makes it so tough and it's so not sustainable. If you're like, I'm going to figure out a way that I can work in this business for a small amount of time each day for as long as it takes until it works, guess what? That's sustainability, That's how you know this business is going to keep going. That's how you don't put yourself in situations that, you know, drain you and burn you out and overwhelm you, right? Because you're not chasing like this has to happen by this kind of thing. And don't get me wrong. I totally get the pressure that's there and how we want it to work because we know that like it's going to change our life or we want that certain amount of money or whatever. I'm not trying to make light of that. I'm just saying that I've never seen it where that actually gave you more results, (laughs) right? What it does is give you more burnout and burnout always leads to the start-stop cycle, which means you're stopping. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? So it's not to say like you shouldn't want results or you shouldn't care about things, right? Of course care, but But demonstrate that in the way of I will keep showing up until I get this in a sustainable way versus I'm willing to make myself miserable and burn out until X date and then we'll see what happens because I can almost guarantee you I know what happens. You're going to stop because the question of should I stop is there and because you're going to be so burnt out, you're going to want to. Okay, so. Decide that it is going to work. Remove the should I stop question, but make sure that it's sustainable along the way, right? All right. So speaking of, number four is the question of how can I make this easier is present. So it's not how can I do something else? It's how can I make this thing I want to commit to easier? We talked about this a little bit in one of the episodes, but this is really important. So sustainability isn't about changing, yeah, like changing strategies all the time. Just like it's not about saying, well, I'll stop by X date. It's not like, well, I'll just do this other strategy and I'll just do this other thing and this other thing. It's like if I've committed to something that I like enough to do it over and over again and it's feeling hard, then I ask the question of how can I make this easier, 
right? It's not like, fine, what else can I do? I'll do something else. It's how can I make this thing I want to commit to easier, right? So it's like with Rachel, we talked about, well, I can make it easier by pre-recording videos. I can make it easier by doubling up on videos um, so that that feels done by the time I go on maternity leave, right? I can make it easier by not feeling like I have to have my makeup done. Every time I go on video, I can make it easier by scheduling that time in on my calendar. Like there's so many little ways that we can make things easier so that they are more sustainable. But if we're constantly doing something different, that's again where we're finding ourselves engaged in a cycle that does not help. So if Rachel was doing the stories and she was putting all that pressure on, right? Like, well, I have to record them the day of and I have to wear makeup and, 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 and fuck it, I'm just going to do something else, then we're back to square one again, right? We're back to like, okay, then what would you like to do? What da 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 And we forget that like business is always going to require that time, energy, and effort from us. So any other task she picked would require the same, right? So it's not necessarily about how can I do something else. So often sustainability is about asking how can I make this easier, So that is my call to you. If you're finding something in your business really difficult to do, stop and ask, how can I make this thing I want to commit to easier? I think I talked about this on a different um, episode. I can't remember, but it's like there are so many ways that I ask myself that question all the time in business. This podcast recording is a great example, like to set up all my podcasting stuff takes time. So one of the ways I've decided to make that easier on myself is I always record multiple things at once, right? Or with the Insta stories, like I wanted to be able to show up, but I have client calls, you know, most days and that's my priority. And so the way I've decided to make that easier is by pre-recording them. You know, for me, content's another example of that. Like I've had, I have years of content I've written. One of the ways I've made that easier over time is to repurpose it. It's not, how do I stop doing content? How do I not have to record the podcast? How do I stop doing Insta stories and do something else, right? It's how can I make this thing I want to commit to easier and easier? And what is true is that the easier something gets for me, like the more I can pre-record stories or batch record the podcast or repurpose content, the more sustainable that thing becomes, right? I'm like, I could do this podcast for years. This is easy. This is sustainable, right? I could pre-record stories all the time. Like I love recording them. It's just that I need the to do it on my own time frame, right? Like there's so many little ways that we can make things simpler for ourselves. So many. It's just that we're so quick to want to change the thing, change the strategy, see the result that we don't take a moment to slow down enough to say, how can I make this easier and what would that need to look like? So that's the key, right? That is such an important piece to sustainability is being willing to ask yourself that question. Because if you keep starting a new task, you're still never finding ease. You're just making more work for yourself because now you have to start over with a new strategy or task, right? So That's it for number four. I really want you to think about that in your own business this week. Like, what are the things that I'm committed to and how can I make them easier? Cool. All right. So number five 
is you're willing to get support and delegate. So if you are making sustainability a priority in your business, there's going to come a time where you have to let support in. You know, it differs for everyone on when that is, but to continue to grow long-term, someone that's not you is going to need to be able to help and help you move that needle forward, right? Consistency is absolutely a non-negotiable in business, you guys, but that doesn't mean it always has to just be you being consistent. Sometimes it means that someone else is doing that for you, okay? And that, again, is what is going to create that sustainability over time. So when it doesn't have to be me editing the podcast, I'm way more likely to sustainably do it. If I was also recording, editing, uploading, writing the show notes for this, this podcast would truly not be sustainable for me over time. It just wouldn't. Right. But the fact that I can record and give it to an amazing editor who then gives it to our amazing team member who writes the show notes and puts it up, I mean, that's sustainability. (laughs) Right. Same with the Insta stories. Like the fact that I can pre record them and that I can have an amazing team member put them on Instagram that day, that's sustainability for me. I can be on a client call and somebody else puts it on there for me. It's still me giving value. It's still me telling you, you know, what the client lesson was for that day. Sure, I'm I have my own version of consistency. And the sustainable part is that I don't have to complete the entire process for it to happen. Right? Having content written over time that I can repurpose is sustainability so that on a week where I'm busy or I want to take a vacation or I have time off or I have, you know, a health thing I have to take care of or whatever that is, I know that we have enough content to be sustainable over time and that I have someone on my team who will put that out there for me if I can't. Okay. When we try to do it all ourselves long-term, we are always going to find that stuck point where it's like, if I had to do this whole process myself, it simply would not be sustainable long-term. So again, this is going to differ for everyone. Obviously, Rachel has, has hired support early in her business because she has such limited time and, and resources as it relates to blissful budget. She needs that support to be sustainable long-term. For someone else, like if you're working in your business full time and you're not full with clients yet, it might be no big deal at all for you to edit your podcast. That's totally fine, right? But as your business gets more full, you can't keep holding on to, but I'm the one that edits the podcast, right? You have to get comfortable getting support and delegating so that the podcast is sustainable long term. Where again, so many people start stop is that they get really invested in it having to be done by them. And then they just stop, right? So if you got really invested in like, I have to be the one that edits my podcast and then got really full with clients and your business was growing, that's great. You're probably gonna find a bunch of weeks where you're like, oh crap, I didn't even record. Oh shit, I didn't edit. Oh, I can't even be bothered this week because I had so many other things to do. And then the thing that got you those clients initially, you end up stopping. Do you see what I mean there? It's just so crazy how we get ourselves in these cycles because we're not looking at sustainability as the goal. 
right? It's also why people's income goes up and down all the time because they're not looking at sustainability as the goal. Okay. So if you are, there is going to come a time where you have to get support and you have to delegate. Again, that's going to depend on you and your business. But if you are finding yourself start stopping on something, if you're finding yourself going, oh man, I didn't get to that again this week because I had all this other stuff. Guess what? You have to pay attention to that. It's time to start looking at support. Again, with Rachel, like we could see that, right? She was like, oh, I still haven't gotten my content out. I still wasn't able to get to that this week. So we knew like, if you want sustainability here, you have to get the support, right? This is true for any business, any level. If you're finding yourself unable to have that consistency, Support is the key. Consistency does not always have to come from you, but it has to be part of your long-term business, right? I think that is so important. I feel like people get really overwhelmed when they hear like, consistency is the key to everything, consistency, blah, 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 And it is, that's true. That's like, <laughs> that is what creates compound effect and sustainability. But again, it's the reminder that it doesn't always have to be you, okay? <laughs> that is really important, Um it, it can be team members, it can be automation, it can be all these things that do, does not just have to mean your energy and effort, but it also means you have to be thinking of that through that lens of what is sustainable, how can I get support, how can I delegate this, how can sustainability be the goal, right? All right, so let's reflect on those one more time and just like do a little recap on them, Um on those five keys to sustainability. So the first one is you're engaged in a business and a process you like enough to do it over and over. Again, it was that question of like, would I still wanna do this five years from now, right? Number two is you're not planning based on everything working out perfectly down to the minute. You're planning based on the things that you can do even if everything doesn't work out perfectly. Again, that's that idea of like, We have all experienced that this year. How can you make a win for yourself every day? How can you build that self-confidence? How can you build that self-trust that makes you want to keep showing up over time? Number three, you've decided this is going to work. So you've removed the question of, should I stop? You're like, I'm in this until it works, and I'm going to have to focus on sustainability so that can be true, right? Number four is you ask the question, how can I make this easier, right? So it's not how can I do something else. It's how can I make this thing I want to commit to easier. And number five is you're willing to get support and delegate because you see sustainability and consistency as the long-term goals and the things that will get you results over time. Okay, so this is going to apply to each of you in a different way. Some of you might, you know, be working, you know, like an hour a week and find yourself in a very similar position to Rachel right now. Some of you might be working 40 hours a week, but you're trying to do it all on your own and you're getting really close to that burnout mark. Whatever that is, my message to you around this is that even if you feel like this seems slower, (laughs) even if you feel like, oh, I can handle it. I'm going to just keep pushing through. It will catch up eventually and it will put you in that start-stop cycle that is very tough to get out of and very tough to sustain long-term. So this conversation, this 
way of thinking is going to support you personally as the business owner so much, but also your long-term business results, right? Most businesses fail because they scale too quickly and can't sustain it. I want you to have a business that only gets better over time, that only grows more and more over time, and that you know is so sustainable because that is where everything changes. Like that is when you really are feeling lit up in your business, okay? So that's my my call to you this week. Look at these keys in your own business. See what you can shift here. Give yourself that focus on sustainability and know that it does not mean less results. It means way more, but it also means results that actually feel fucking good. (laughs) Okay. And that's what we're after here. So I hope you guys enjoy that. I hope you have a beautiful week and I hope you put this into practice in your own business. Thank you for listening to literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review each month. I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.